Hi, Repo. Bo boys. Hi, Re <clears throat> Hi, Repo boys. Let's go. Wow, very loud. Wow. You're very loud for the morning. The um, audio tracker mm -hmm. um, is showing this as um, the loudest thing. It's noise right. pollution. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. That noise. Is, that is a tag for our show. <laughs> um, maybe that'll be the phrase for 2025. As a reminder, of course, High Repo Boys is a subsidiary of Poe Boys. Uh, 2024, fan agnostic, experts above reproach. Experts uh, above reproach. If you know our stuff about Star Wars, we will not be accepting corrections or suggestions. If we say something and it sounds weird, you are weird. We're not weird. We are not weird. We are not wrong. We are correct. And we are talking about High Republic today. We're High Repo Boys. The beginning of phase three of High Republic, which entails the book. <laughs> the book. Eye of the Maelstrom. It's, eye of Light. Eye of Shadow. It's. Of failures. Eye of Madness. Eye of the Boy. Eye of the Boy. The Boy Who Lived. Eye of the Boy Who Lived. And the four issue Marvel miniseries, Eye of Shadow of the Eye of Starlight by Charles Soule, the book by George Mann. Uh, before we get into that, is there anything else we got to talk about? Well, the it depends on the timing of these episodes, right? Because we we because we did do <clears throat> the Fallen Order Jedi Survivor Je we Jedi Survivor. That. Yeah, so we did we did Two that nights ago. And this is a, a rare face to face. Yes, which is morning. probably going to be the last face to face for quite some time. Yeah, of all time. Of all, it's, oh, of things all time. Went, things went really poorly on this visit. It's a really contentious <laughs> game of Mario Party. Uh, we will be recording at a great distance from here on out in perpetuity. And a lot of weights were lifted, um, some more than others. Mm -hmm. This that person doesn't listen to this, this podcast, so they're not. They're never going to know. Um, they you do know owe me. They don't listen to the podcast because they're a person. <laughs> That's your cue that they don't listen. Um. Would you like to bench against bots? Because, like, is that just, like, um, when you do, like, a run, for example, like, you're going on, like, a like a, a 50K, right? And um, I'm, I'm sure there's, like, some apps where they're, like, run around Venice or something like that. No. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> you want to do it? No, 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 no. You put on, like, a VR headset while you're benching, and it's just like, look, you're benching in Venice. <laughs> Well, I, I, I want to say, like, oh, you're benching more than a Balrog. Exercise is yeah. its own reward. Yeah. The reward of exercise is showing gratitude for your own body and its abilities. You and, didn't need any bells and whistles, Pete. And you just appreciate that you can lift. Yeah. So much. So, so much weights mm -hmm. is how much we can lift. Mm -hmm. Now, this is phase three. Phase three of the High Republic. Um, we are going to be getting our first High Republic into the larger Star Wars yes. later this year with Acolyte. Acolyte. Yeah, yeah. However, there's been zero reference to any of the Acolyte characters, nor have well, we looked at Acolyte. That we know of. I mean, yeah. we don't know who the characters are, really. There could be references we're not <clears> tracking. Right. Not a precise timeline provided in this comic in terms of... How far from Phase Three Acolyte is? We do know that Year Old Poof is uh he's he's still around. Love him. And uh, Opo 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 Rancisi. Yep, yep. And um, I I was so we're covering the four issue series comic series, yeah, which not the Mar Marvel ongoing. Marvel ongoing by um, <clears throat> Kevin Scott is still unraveling. That's like a ten issue thing that's still going out. But the Shadow of Starlight series. Is done now. It's concluded. All four issues are out. I had floppies. I had Pete read them while he was here. So we both read up on that. And we I read them. <laughs> you didn't read them, did you? You looked at the pictures. I was like, ooh, pictures. Yeah. I ooh. Mean, the cover for number four is pretty cool, even though Martian Rowe is. That was my least favorite cover. Really? Yeah. I, mean, um, I think they're all good covers. Martian they're all by Phil Noto, who is, he does a lot of Star Wars covers. He does all the covers for the, like, Disney Plus series adaptations. Okay. Like right now, they're just doing an, a one-for-one -one adaptation of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. And he does the covers for that, and they're cool covers. I, now, mean, I never read them because I just watch the show. The Kevin Scott mm. ongoing series in the High Republic. Yeah. Is it starting Phase 3, or is it still in the, like, 100-year flashback? No, it's starting. It's Phase 3, yeah. Okay. He had a 10-issue series that was in Phase 2. 
and now he's doing yeah and it follows Keith Trennis and it picks up where the book Eye of Madness starts yeah I was excited to read this four issue series um, because um, the one thing High Republic does is it doesn't cross pollinate so like there are characters in the comics that you will not see um, yeah, featured like prominently. Trennis, yeah. Keith Trennis is not in anything. Uh, yeah. The, I like, cause you were saying, Avar Chris was mostly in yeah. the comics for phase one and stuff. Yeah. Cause the, the, the Dengear, Drengear, yeah. Dengear, yep. um, we read the introductory book yep. where my boy, Reese Silas, uh, he, he, um, gets out of the books and into the real world, and then he gets tricked by Nan. Yep, good old <clears throat> Nan. Um, who is va- in this book for a little bit? Because he, she's the assistant to. Right. She's, but it's not really like she's not featured prominently in it. No. But, but you get the impression she's in Marlboro's good graces, I guess. Or Skier, Skier, another one, the Trandoshan. Skier died. But he was mo- mostly in the comics. Yes. Mostly in the comics. He yeah. His former master. Yeah. Um, before we go into that, though, let's talk about Phase 2 a little bit, because I, going into this book... What's there to talk about? What, <laughs> why did they do that? What do we get, like, because I, we both, I mean, I was speaking for myself, like, I think the first book of Phase 2, Convergence, I think that's probably my favorite of these High Republic novels, was that one. I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't read the the Marvel book. I'm waiting for the collection for all those of all of those to come out. I did read the Portal Angle four issue series, The Blade by Charles Soule, which I think is very good as well. We got nothing out of that whole phase. It didn't even end. I don't think the, the culmination of that phase for us, at least for me, only having read the main two books, was a big, long, protracted fight where the only information I feel like I got out of it that has anything to do with Phase 3 is, oh, actually, the, the Jedi did know about these creatures. They actually do know about the Nameless. They've actually encountered them before 100 years ago. So it's all the stupider that they have no idea what's going on. Right. Yoda's like, we got to bury the knowledge. So, like, I, infuriating, because I really liked the characters we were introduced to. And, and that, that's a theme for High Republic is characters that I like in stories that I'm not enjoying. Um, I, I thought Phase 2 is... I don't understand why we did that. Yeah, it's also... I Reading this book, so we're covering Eye of Darkness by George Mann. Um, they, as I was getting back to Phase 3, there's like so little delineation. I like When they introduce Lena So again, right? Who's the Chancellor... In phase one, phase three, which is like the current timeline that they want you to talk about, I was like, "Isn't her son like in like in jail? Didn't he do some bad stuff?" And that's because that's the other one right. who, honestly, I feel is the more compelling chancellor. Where they split up, they had like the domestic chancellor, the foreign policy chancellor, which was like really cool. In phase two, the flashback chancellor didn't go around <clears throat> everywhere with her dogs off of their leashes. Yeah, I still think is the most infuriating characteristic of any character in these books. <laughs> um, and granted, that's I mean, I, I saw the the whatever dogs mm-hmm. in the comic because she's in, in it briefly when yeah. like um, there's like some conversation where she's like, um, send your Jedi hunters. And they're like, oh, we're not actually hunters. Um, we're actually keepers of the peace. And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Cool. But. Yeah, I mean, a lot of, like, Phase 2, a lot of really cool Jedi, um, and the there's not going to be anything that's, like, taken from it, because... I mean, I'm sure something, but, like, Phase 2, to me, Phase 2 did not end. Right. It's like... It's like the Avengers movies stopped at Age of Ultron, and then we just jumped to, like, Marvel Phase 4 or something. Like, there was no... It did not feel like... Well, I also feel like they're waiting to... Like, we don't know... So, Phase 2 goes into the Evreni, but only two of them. Mm-hmm. And Marta and then her sister, um, who's, like, the one who, like, actually does stuff. Mm-hmm. But we don't know if the sister or Marta is Marsha... I mean, it's probably Marta, you'd imagine. Um, right? Is the... Mother, grandmother. I mean, 
called like what was it? it was like the path of the open palm path of the open hand yeah and then and then they close the fist right at the end of that second book mm-hmm. but it i barely understood what the path of the open palm was and now like oh we're actually the path of the closed fist or whatever and i guess it's like supposed to be the nile or something but there's no i don't know I find it very infuriating. And then I'm reading this. It, it is also how they, they, they explain how the gaze electric was created because mm. it was supposed to be the gaze electric was supposed to be a colony ship that goes deep into the outer rim mm-hmm. and then they just steal it. Or they like, mm. I think they like. That's probably in one of the YA books because you read the mm-hmm. intermediate. Yeah. Well. So they do like some explanation of Jetta, which it's like, I know some people like Jetta. I don't like need an explanation about why they're ruins, but you know, phase two explains that. I read the first issue of the Marvel book for phase two, and it takes place on Jeddah, and there was some compelling stuff about it being like a place for all different force users and force religions or whatever. Right. Uh, and I, I thought that that would be interesting to explore. I'm looking forward to reading the comics of that. But yeah, and and then coming back to phase three and starting this book off, I was reminded I read. The Martian Row two-issue miniseries by Charles Soule, which was the end of Phase One. I don't know. That was maybe also called Eye of the Storm or something. I don't know. Well, it we was good, but that book ends, and that came out after the last book in Phase Three. So, in a comic, at the second issue of this two-issue comic, that's when he puts the storm wall up. Oh, this book. Oh my gosh. Let's let's the let's. Storm walls just. Up. Let's let's. And that doesn't happen in the end of Phase Three's book. So if you're only reading these books, which to me, I'm looking at this and I'm assuming these books are like the main thing, the the adult books. I'm assuming are like this is the main, this is the backbone of the story and mm-hmm. everything else. But that's not true because this story and the Higher Republic has no backbone. There is no main narrative. It's all tie-ins. Nothing happens anywhere. Like, it's all, I don't know. That was infuriating uh, to me. Like, I can't imagine going into phase three and you just show up and they're like, oh, by the way, there's a giant wall that got put up around the Well, galaxy. and here's the, here's the thing, and then we'll backtrack for, um, for a second, is High Republic assumes that you are living in this world and it's like, we take three-month gaps mm-hmm. and it's like, what was this? What was that? Yeah. Now, it's not a show where, like, shows are meant to be binged. You can go back to them quickly, you, you know, watch... recognize characters from their faces because you're looking at them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so let's, let's get into this book. So this book was Eye of the Darkness, which is just, you know, they run it through a ChatGPT named um, algorithm, and then they, Dude, they pop names, up with that. These names are not good. But um, George Mann, he has done... Um, a few High Republic things. So he did High Republic Showdown at the Fair, which neither of us read. It was like a short story. Short story. Yeah. It's like some nerd Jedi that like, right. yeah, who I don't think they've ever referenced again. Because mm-hmm. I, I distinctly remember the the, well, Ray Silas the cover because he's like on, he's like this nerdy kind of stocky like Jedi. A robot guy. He's he, got like a robot. He's like riding a robot or something like that. Um, man, I believe wrote Dark Souls comic books, so. Um, then he did the High Republic Quest for the Hidden City, which neither of us read. Mm-hmm. High Republic Battle of Jeddah, which was, like was audio book that I I read. Mm-hmm. Sorry, read. I listened to. Yeah. I listened to. Which is, I mean, it's the audio books. If there's ever an audio book that's made as an audio book um, for Star Wars, 100% get it. Um, Jedi Lost uh, with Dooku, they had like a cast. Mm-hmm. Um, they go through it. They have like um, background effects and stuff like that. Yeah. Wildly entertaining. This, I mean, I was gonna like read the book um, anyway, but that um, because the book is like a script, right? For the yeah, so I imagine it is like <clears throat> listened to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was um, entertaining. So not to say that you know this this is somebody that's been. He's a uh, he's been in, in this universe. He's part of the whatever the, whatever yeah whatever they used to call the the remember at the beginning of High Project Republic Luminous. Project Luminous and they had like this is the super team of super super writers. Yeah. So here I'm gonna read the summary um, and then we can kind of jump around. So 
This is one year after Fallen Star. Mm-hmm. Starlight Beacon is gone. Um, spoilers. And we remember it's gone because it took an entire book to right. slowly, right. slowly crash. And the only, like, only two named Jedi that did anything died. No, three. Three. Because it, Stellan, who's uh, he's the on... Big death. He's the big death. So he's one of the big three of Elzar... Avar and Stellan. So he that that was like the you did not see that death coming. Um, it seemed like someone was gonna die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then Orla Orla Jereni yeah. was the n- was the next person that died from the nameless. Right. Um, and she dies like randomly on the station, yeah. right? And then she is like they they threw her in a bunch of different things because she interacted with Wreath. She interacted with. Elzar, Elzar yeah. loves talking about that. She shows up with Keith Trennis in those comics as well. Yeah, she was a cool character. I like um, and then the assistant um, to Avar dies, whose name I do not remember. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, because I, I remember what he looks like. The like admin type guy who messes with computers and stuff. Yeah, because Avar keeps being like, he's dead. And I'm like, who yeah. is he? Yeah. Who is this person? Yeah. So um, I'm just going to read it. Galaxies divided following the shocking destruction of Starlight Beacon. The Nihil, the Nile uh, established an impenetrable, oh my God, barrier called the Stormwall around part of the Outer Rim, where Marsha rules and his followers wreak havoc at every wi- at his every whim. Jedi trapped behind enemy lines, actually just two, so uh, must fight help the worlds being pillaged by the Nile, while staying one step ahead of the Marauders and their nameless terrors. Outside of the zone. Elzar Man, Bel Zedifar, which is great to get um, yeah. that Jedi, yeah, and other Jedi work alongside the Republic to reach worlds that have been cut off from the rest of the galaxy. Not really, but every attempt to breach the uh, Stormwall uh, attempt um, has failed, and even communication across the barrier is impossible. For both Elzar and Bell, their failures and losses weigh heavily upon them as they search desperately for a solution. But even if the Republic and Jedi forces manage to breach the Stormwall, how can Jedi ever fight back against the Nameless that prey on Jedi's connection to the Force? And what other horrors does Marsha Marsha have in store? As both as desperation for both Jedi and Republic grows, any hope of reuniting the galaxy could all could be all but extinguished. I've and never I well, I guess it's a summary. So how, how can they fight the Nameless, by the way? Who knows? You still don't know. Well This is uh, the fourth or fifth book now. That the nameless are just this aberration that we're supposed to be afraid of, and they do. But we know what they do. They've done the same thing in every book, and every book is like, "What is this? How do we fight this?" I'm done with it. I'm done with it. Now, is there so a, is there a comic that um, actually shows them like turning them to dust? Because still, uh, not to dust. There's a comic okay. when they first show their debut. There's a comic, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a four issue or five issue book. It was like an in phase one where there's like a detective Jedi. And he goes through and investigates. And then... And that's the first time they were then he, the nameless. Then he gets... Di- no, he doesn't die, I don't think. Oh, okay. I don't think that... Yeah, visually, though, I do think... I feel like we might see, like, the, a husk or something in something, but... Right. Yeah, Because I, I still haven't seen it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I still I still haven't... I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've seen some picture from, like, Star Wars Twitter. It's just like a Cthulhu dog. Um, I mean, they look cool. And the idea is interesting, but they have done nothing with it. It's the same thing over and over again. They show up. There's no defense. Oh, how awful. I mean, it is if it, what, are they, what are they doing here? There's no progress with this. Like, it just keeps being. And now that we've gone back to phase two with it, it's just a weird mystery that's been around for 100 years. We're just like, oh, this thing shows up. Oh, we have to fight it. How do we fight it? Well, I don't know. Like, well, here's the thing, and we we can get into this. Is one thing that's been so weird about um, this High Republic series is just they have things that could be movies in and of themselves, Mm -hmm. and they just throw them away. So, like the the fact that the the Nile can do these paths where they can just come out of nowhere and then go in. In the first phase, it's like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. They're so good, blah, blah, blah. And now it's just like common, like they haven't fixed it. They just right. like accept it. Yeah. Or um, the the nameless, yep. which this comic actually shows that they're trying to breed more of them. So there aren't, there's a limited number, um, I guess not enough to like give every single group one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
the Athorian that becomes like one of his like three doctor guy. Yeah, one of his like three generals or whatever, um, or uh, cabinet members yeah. um, is trying to is trying to breed them. The storm wall, which like what? You and can then blow it up, but then you can't. I don't know. It's very <laughs> contrived. It's it's like that chase scene in Last Jedi where they can run, but they can't get away. Mm-hmm. And the Empire can, or the First Order can chase them, but they can't catch them or whatever. And I mean, I like the First Jedi, and I accept that contrivance, I guess, because I feel like you do end up getting a compelling story out of it. But they don't, all this contrivance and like the storms, uh, you can't get out, but then you can't, I don't know. Yeah, so they just they just introduce all of these like things. So it's like the Hile are these like marauder murderers, but are more technologically advanced than anything the Republic yeah. has access to. Um, There's compelling stories to be told with this stuff. Like these ideas aren't bad, but they just don't well, do anything. Okay, let's let's talk about something positive for this. So this is one of those books where it's we just jump around. Yeah. Not as bad as previous books where it's like you jump around 30 characters. Yeah, it's like Elzar, Avar, Porter. Bell. Bell a little bit, but not a ton. Uh, yeah, but he is a narrator. You do see him. And then. Um, uh, Staros. Yeah. 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 And then. Um, yeah. 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 So like five characters. Yeah. Five characters. Uh, um, but like. I, um, Porter, who I still haven't seen in a comic, so, like, it kind of, I assume he's, like, a vampire that just doesn't do anything to, like, take out blood. (laughs) I don't know. But Porter, um, really compelling story, really, like, very, um, pocketed story of he's helping out people, Mm. um, you know, he doesn't want to murder people. Like the the part where he's trying to put the droid together to get a message through the wall because the wall is blocking blocking communications, right. and you know he's going through his history and like um, you know a Jedi from Phase Two yeah, that that he crash landed with. Um, they I would I'll say this about George Mann he does action really well because hmm. when he's cornered by like four or five Nihil. It's, he does a really good job painting the picture of that battle happening. And then there's the story of General Vise, yeah. who's the Moralian, which apparently Moralians live um, a, a, while. a while. So, As a uh, and that and that's Barris Offi, Luminara Undelis is um, is that is that same species. Um, so there's that kind of side story, which. I, I'm curious if that's a phase two thing too. Of I believe that that character is in the Blade miniseries, the Porter Angle miniseries. Okay, now did it, who is this person that he keeps being like? I'm, I'm so mad that she's gone. Is that his sister? Yes. Okay, so Poor and Ash. she and she she was a Jedi. Yes. Okay. So in the Charles Soul Darth Vader comic, which takes place immediately after Episode Three, you have Anakin, newly Darth Vader, has no lightsaber. And the Emperor's like, yeah, prove yourself, go get yourself a lightsaber. Okay. He goes into the Jedi archives and he looks up Jedi who have taken the brash vow, which is, I guess, a thing where a Jedi leaves the Order but doesn't leave the Order, just like goes off in isolation and meditates. I don't know. I tweeted to Charles Soule about it once. He didn't answer my question very well. Okay. I said, is it like this? And he said, no. Anyway. Oh, that's cool. He goes and finds a Jedi that's in exile. Fights him, kills him, takes his lightsaber, breaks the crystal, turns it red. Cut to, all of a sudden now, Charles Soule's writing this Blade miniseries, and we learned that Barash was a character, and Barash and Porter Angle came up in the Order together, and they had an affinity for each other, and they treated each other like a brother and a sister, and they were a team. And then there's this big battle that is the place where Porter Angle gets the nickname the Blade of Portada, Okay, it's not buckets. It's not buckets of blood. No, that's a different guy. Okay, uh, I also kept reading this, being like, "Oh, buckets of blood." Yeah, where's Bob? Um, and anyway, so at the end of that battle, Barash decides she's like disillusioned and goes off. And that I guess is Charles will being like, "This is what the Barash vow is." That's well, the character. And in in these phases too, they do like that sounds functionally like a hermit, right. which is like a thing. Um, that some religions have, um, 
So that that that's what that sounds like. But or I guess potentially what Yoda does. Oh yeah, interesting. But, who but knows? he, he also still sort of interacts with the yeah. And I yeah. don't think the people who take the vow of Barash do. Right. You can Wikipedia. But then also there's that, um, like, the what Orla was trying to be, where she's... Pathfinder. Path, is it? Wayseeker. Wayseeker. It was Wayseeker. Because it was, you don't have you don't have to listen to the Jedi. Yeah. You can just go... Force. You can just, like, do your own thing. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to throw different things, which also sounds like a way of them trying to explain in future... Things of how different Jedi lived yeah. after episodes like mm-hmm. um, that existed in episode four, five, six, mm-hmm. or seven, eight, nine that come into ten. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of creating a lot of that, which is, I mean, it is world building. Um, you know, at this sure. point, High Republic, they're supposed to be ten thousand Jedi or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It makes it makes perfect sense um, for that. So yeah, the Porter stuff. I enjoyed the Porter stuff immensely. Um, it okay, the whole time I was sort of like, it. It depends on you being of the understanding that one Jedi behind the storm wall is thinking of and has access to this technology that no Jedi outside of the storm wall is thinking of or has access to, despite it coming from them. I mean, I get that it's history, and I think that that is sort of thematically, I appreciate the element of this is a person who lived history, understands history, and remembers history, and is able to use history to his advantage. I appreciate that idea, but in concept, it does require you to be like, I mean, Yoda was around then. Yoda doesn't think about it. They don't have any of these droids. Not just Yoda, but also... All the old ones. Yeah. Yeah. Like, And here's something, too. Phase 2... Um, the oh, I forget what the book was. It's like the Battle of Dalna. Yaddle features prominently in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Yad, Yaddle's with like a Padawan. Yaddle's there in this battlefield where the nameless like kill like I don't know two Watch. Jedi. Yeah, kill some Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then they're just like phase two over maybe. Um, I think there's a chance we could go back to phase two at some point because I mean f- phase three. They have the books announced, the next couple books, and it does seem like a culmination of sorts is going to happen in the next book, which is the book after that, which is written by Charles Soule. And I think will come out maybe the end of next year or end of this year or something. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like Poor Angle as a character. I like Avar Chris as a character. I like Elder Man. Like, I like these characters. But like we said, we're splitting up between five different characters, kind of bopping around. And it sort of, to me, feels like they took all of the episodes of Tales of the Jedi, mm-hmm. which is like nine episodes split across three characters, and they just said, here's the first episode of this character, here's the first episode of this character, here's the first episode of this character. Okay, second, 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 third, third, third. And then they gave them to me and said, this is a movie. I'm like, this isn't a movie. And also, it's sort of like, I didn't, of the five stories we're following, they all have, I think emotional or intellectual climaxes but they do not feel like they reach a satisfying conclusion or even like I mean and I'm fine with a cliffhanger it doesn't even feel like they've reached like an Empire Strikes Back style conclusion like I don't even feel like this story and what ended up being the climax of this book them escaping the storm wall or whatever I was like this is the end of it this is right this is I mean the self-report angle and the duel was cool but even that we don't get to see the conclusion of and on the one hand, I'm like, okay, cool. That leaves a mystery for next time. But then also, at the end of phase one, we have Buriaga disappearing in a similar manner. And I thought, oh, here's something cool for next time. No. They buried that in a short story somewhere. Mm-hmm. It happens off screen in this book. Buriaga's just alive in this book. Right. Even in this comic miniseries. Oh, about yeah. When he, Buriaga's just And he gets alive. knighted. Yeah. He just showed, there's a whole thread there. So I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe poor Wang will show up again. Or maybe it's just going to be another thing where all of a sudden I open the next book and he's just alive again and he's back and the storm walls down and it's a whole new status quo that was in a short story that they released in a magazine or something. <sighs> well, it's also... That's part of the flaw in the High Republic, which is like you get... You have to be in... There's comic... YA short story, the main, which is, which is this of like, I couldn't even tell you Buriaga is like master. I couldn't really tell you. The lady, I believe. 
Okay. That that dies in the light of the Jedi, I think. Okay. Um, because Bell, Bell is also featured more prominently. Yeah. So like, you know, Bell's character, you can like, there's a book where it's like, he's having these issues. He's working with Porter. He's working with Orla, I believe. No, Indira. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Indira's, I didn't, Indira gets touched by the nameless, but survives because she's like in a droid wheelchair thing, which I am not a hundred percent sure where all of that came from. Yeah, I mean, here's here's my hot take, and I really try to take ample notes on this to be able to talk about it eloquently. But it just the 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 appeal of the High Republic when it was announced was supposed to be that it takes place 150 years in the past or whatever, so they were free to do whatever. Right. They didn't have to worry about the movies reining them in. You know, there were less constraints. They were free to do whatever they want with these characters uh, in an untouched era. So anything can happen. But because there's there's like so many recipes and so many chefs cooking, and no one is no one's allowed to make the entree. Nothing in this whole line of stories is allowed to be the story. There is no main story. Right. You're only getting bits and pieces of it from everywhere. So it's it may as you may as well just be telling a story that has to take place between two episodes of Clone Wars, and you're with all those constraints because they're constraining them so much. This was supposed to be a wide open universe. Or anything could happen to any character. But because I guess they're like, well, we can't have it happen in the book. Because some people don't read the book. They don't read the comic. But we can't have anything happen in the comics because people are just reading the comics. And nothing is allowed to take the lead. And so the whole thing lags and it feels like it just festers. And everything has to go so slow. But nothing nothing is happening. I don't know. It's very, it's very infuriating. Uh, I mean, again, the storm all going on. That should be huge. But in this book, it's just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't know if they're afraid of being redundant. And they're like, oh, we already told that in the comics, so we don't have to tell it here. I don't know. You got a lot of characters' perspective you could explore that event through. I don't know. Um, yeah, is I find it very frustrating. <laughs> Every time I find it very frustrating. Which is the exact opposite of a criticism you had of previous of a big event happens, but it happens over like seven characters and their perspectives over That's true. That's true. thirty chapters. You're right. You're so. Right. That's true. You really can't, um, Luminous, you can't really uh, please anybody. Yeah, and I mean, I get I'm being hard to please, and I think I'd be, I'd be the first to admit the books aren't my medium of choice for Star Wars. I was reading this book while I was playing Jedi Survivor, and it really drove home to me just how visually stimulated I am from by Star Wars. And I mean, I like reading genre fiction. I like reading books and imagining things, but I think just with Star Wars, the iconography is so there, and I like people coming up with things visually, and I, I don't know. I have trouble engaging with the book, so I'll be the first to admit that. But um, I do th- the, the positive takeaway I have from it, and it was weird, it was weird reading this book because I just verified the release date, and I remember recording our first episode of Light of the Jedi. Did you know when Light of the Jedi came out? 2022? January 5th, 2021. Oh. <laughs> and we recorded that following week. Okay. And we were talking about the Nile and this chaos and this disruption and all this stuff. Right. And in a very... That, that, that book is tied with the events of that time with me. Mm-hmm. And now going back to this era and when I'm reading these books, and I have to imagine just based on the subject matter of these books that events of January 6th and stuff like that probably are on the author's mind as well and you do have to sort of explore that sort of stuff and uh, I I really, reading the book this time around, it it did make me reflect back on those events because they're being reflected a lot now Mm -hmm. uh, in the the current media and the current climate but I did like that this book particularly with like Porter and Avar and Bellin and all of them it, it seemed to be about this idea of having faith that, like, if you just do what you can, even if it's not everything. Right. But if you have an idea of something small you can do and you just put yourself into it <clears throat> and you have faith that someone else will be able to do the rest or that other people are also going to do some sort of part and you don't know that it will work, but you are trying to help and you're putting yourself into helping and to building a bridge and you, you have faith that someone's on the other side building the bridge towards you right? to, to complete something or to cr- complete a, a greater good. And that was really compelling. And I mean, I think that you have like Avar and, and Porter kind of discovering that and feeling that. And I thought that that was like, that's a cool idea for a Star Wars story. And that's a cool thing to explore, particularly for the Jedi Order. 
I mean, that's decidedly not the Jedi Order we see in the Clone Wars. Right. Like, there's no idea of, like, oh, I'll, I'll sack this planet, and he'll sack that planet, and we'll do it together or whatever. And it's like, eh, it doesn't Well, the, the closest that they get to that is the Geonosis arc, where it's, like, Luminar. It, well, it's, yeah. yeah the, you see from different perspectives. Yeah. But, like, intellectually and emotionally, they're, you know, the... The altruism isn't quite there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a military action, and it feels like a military action. Right. Whereas this, this feels like people on their own, well, back against the wall, deciding to do good. And one of the add up. one of the issues from the comic shows the recall of the Jedi. Right. Right. They are not going. Um, and they don't really talk about this in the book at all of the recall. No, no they don't. Yeah. Um, of just droids being at all these different stations. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, they talk about um, Wreath and some nerd trying to look up the nameless. Yep. They um, talk about, they don't, there's a lot of named characters that they don't really, like, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Um, Stellan's um, Padawan, who's a Jedi Master. Fernestro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't say where she's at. Mm-hmm. Granted, there's there's so many characters, so you can't really. So many different books. Yeah. And I, the strength of this, like, I would say the, the strength of the series is Jedi's individual stories going through all of that. And yeah, the characters are absolutely the strength. Yeah. Of the characters of the whole line. I mean, throughout High Republic, these are strong characters. I like these characters. Mm-hmm. I'm, I find myself getting bored spending time with them. <laughs> I like these characters. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've only, Avar has been barely in anything. Elzar has been in a lot, yeah. um, and his story is not as compelling because he just like has the hots for Avar and he just can't do anything. And then he's just going through all these like old Jedi uh, communications, which is in the comic where he's like touching a like a functionally like a holocron, but like yeah, says that he doesn't want to do that again for some inexplicable reason. But all of those characters are, um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lot. It's a lot, and not enough at the at the same time. Let's talk as much as I like those characters. Character I don't like, Marsha, 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 Marsha Rowe. Finding him increasingly not compelling. He is a sassy bad guy over and over again. He's always got another card up his sleeve. Okay, I get it. But like this, like all he does in this book is essentially stare out a window with a glass of scotch and pontificate. Well, I also didn't realize that he just reloaded his three generals because mm-hmm. it, previously it was Lorna D. It was the sh- the small little guy who had the uh, like robot body, mm-hmm. and then the big dude. Yeah. Um, and I know that he gets two of them killed. I don't remember what happens to Lorna D. Lorna D's still around. Is she? Okay. Yeah, she's still around. Because, like, Avar goes after her, right? Yeah. But yeah. That was when she thought Lorna D was in charge of the Nile. Was in charge. Okay. Yeah. Because it's, they, they're, they like, resetting the deck. There's V's, who they introduce. Yeah. The, um, the guy. Which um, is in the comic of, like, opening a, like, I think it's a she. Is it a Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, V's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So V's, like, is retired, and they're like, let's give this person the city. Yeah. Which is just, like, a terrible idea on their part. Yeah. Um, and then the Athorian, who's the mad scientist. Yeah. And then Staros, who's the Gira Staros. Yeah. Who's the senator, um, who betrayed everybody, and then is basically... Like, you find out through the entire book that um, she wants a government. He at no point in the series has ever indicated that. Yeah. yeah. And. Chaos. Um, yeah, I don't know. I found I found his generals interesting enough, I guess. I mean, I like these being uh, a foil for, for Porter Angle, and I like their fight. But, I don't know, the antagonists aren't doing it for me uh, in this series. I mean, Mark Rowe has a cool look, I guess. His helmet's neat. Got a big cloak. He's got that yellow lightsaber he stole from Loden, but 
Oh, those Lodens? Okay. Yeah, but action I, just like whatever. I was thinking Do that something. I was thinking that that lightsaber was Marta's boyfriend who gets killed by the nameless. <laughs> I don't even know who Marta is, honestly. No, that's the from phase 2. There's the two of Rennie. Yeah, you like, keep saying that, but I don't remember. I remember there being a character called like Mother or something. Uh, Maybe that's her. Um because you read the well, YA books and the audio drama. I didn't interact with any of those. I have a lot of opinions about the term mother, mm. but I'm not going to share that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Real trigger for you. Yeah. yeah. Trigger. Yeah. <laughs> not as bad as father. Sure. Sure. Father really triggers me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess let's talk briefly about the, the, that comic book series we keep referring to, Shadows of Starlight. Should I talk about that first? Because that covers the year gap between oh, all right. Let's, the last the fallen beacon or whatever now, in I, madness. I assume that this is the purpose, but this I I I read this very late. Yes. Um after we recorded After our, we recorded Jedi Survivor episode. And granted, like I I don't touch the comics. Mm-hmm. Um not that I have any I'm just not You're a comic. Afraid I'm afraid of them. Yeah. It, you don't want to get ink on your fingers. Um yeah, and it's just like I use a lot of chalk when I'm lifting weights, sure. so like chalk and comic books don't go really yeah, well. But these comics, and I guess you can attest if this is all of them, mm-hmm. or if this is—is is this a description of all the, the comics, or this is different? Um, and I'm, here's what I'm about to say: is this four miniseries felt like when you watch a show and they do the recap at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's a 30-second recap of everything. And you're like, skip, 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 skip. Do not care. Do not care. Do not care. <laughs> and that's kind of I no inf- new information was provided. I I I mean I had read the book, so you know, the book's obviously gonna have more explanation, but just like Maybe. I don't know. Like there's yeah, it's this is a unique I mean, this is a unique tale. The point of this miniseries is to show the year gap between the books from various characters' perspectives. But like the first one is from Yoda's perspective. Ends on a cliffhanger. With him taking in this fallen Jedi who might know about the nameless, well, then this Jedi betraying him. But then, and that's the end of the that episode is a disaster happens because of this Jedi's betrayal. Never gets picked up again. They sort of mention it in the book we read, but they just sort of like that was a bad thing you did. Oh, okay, yeah, I but didn't they don't know. I mean, they like crash land or something, and then that's it. We don't get any resolution to that. We pick up a book later. It's resolved. Right, and he's back with this spooky bad guy. And right, well, and he has no eyes. That's the that's right. the, you know, yeah. you just have. That's how you beat the nameless. Is you have no eyes. Yes, of course. So they just have to take out all their eyes, which, you know. And that's how they do the blast shield training. It's nameless training, actually. Mm. With the blast shield, I can't see a thing, even the nameless. And because I can't see them, they cannot hurt me. Yeah. Watch if you're right. <laughs> that's gonna be. Interesting. Huge scoop. Huge scoop. I mean, I liked the miniseries okay, but it was similar. It was similarly frustrating in that it just feels like it set up stuff that never ended up really paying off. I like the bell issue. All right. One thing that they do do that's a little interesting is they keep bumping up Jedi that I'm like, where did this person come from? Yeah, that Jedi that keeps talking to Elzar that whole book in a sort of like... I know what you're up to, Elzar. Like, don't do this. It keeps giving Elzar advice that Elzar keeps being annoyed with. Yeah. Who is this person? I right. Don't know. And I will say, this time reading the book, I didn't even bother looking up on Wikipedia. I like that. Usually I have Wikipedia open. I'm looking up every alien species to try and get an idea. This time I was like, this story needs to stand on its own right without me being able to like look up every single alien. This needs to just be a good story. It needs to be good characters. I shouldn't have to look them up to enjoy the book. Well, and so I didn't. And it, I mean, it's fine. It didn't hinder really anything. But I do, like, I have no idea who that Jedi is who keeps giving Elzar advice and stuff. Um, they do use the word Grandmaster a lot. Because mm-hmm. at, at the start of this book, um, they have, what is his name, Prevar or something? Who, Pretrevar. Yeah, Pretrevar, where they, like, show him on, like, national television functionally. Um, and like his, his, like one of his horns has been like singed off and his arm got cut off and then he gets like, he starts like, like brutally like being terrified and gets like eaten by one of the, like the dogs. Yeah. Um, 
But it's like that person was never introduced in anything else, at least as far as I'm aware. Which, granted, you know, years passed. You can't see every Jedi, right? Um, so it's not as huge of a deal. But they are introducing people just to create the idea that Jedi are getting lost and are getting taken out. Because I think that's the only one that ends up dying. No, 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 no. Because when um, Elzar fails to get through the wall... Oh, yeah, a bunch of people die. Yeah. I don't think any of Because one Jedi of them... Die. One of them... No, Jedi do die. Because okay. the one's like, oh, my old friend this, who we've never seen before. And it's just, like, dead. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else to touch on? No, I mean, I'm... I am not as... It didn't affect me that the story went nowhere. Because, mm. like, it's always, like, in threes. So, like, this is, for me, just setting up where everything's at. And I assume that there's going to be, like, a YA story that explains how they break through the wall. But it's just, like... If you don't consume that, then you're just not going to know, which is similar to like when we read the um, introduction of like Wreath Silas and um, the Den Gear. Yeah. Right. It's just like, you know, that problem apparently is gone and eradicated. <laughs> and at some part of our was like hanging out with huts. Yeah. Um, I have no idea about that, but I guess it says something about High Republic that I have no interest in going back to that. I mean, maybe if, if I somehow see the comics that you have on it, I might read it, but like, it's not, I'm not going out of my way to do that. But in granted, that's, that's my thing's books, your thing's comics, and we collectively read the main series book. So. Uh, the next book is called The High Republic Temptation of the Force by Tessa Grant. It comes out on June 11th. That's it. Uh, that's so, really? So that's like a, Eight month gap. Well, I assume there's some like why. And then after that, the third and a purported final book of Phase Three, though they're not saying the final book of the High Republic, is Star Wars: Trials of the Jedi by Charles Soule. That one is Spring 2025. So those are the next High Repo Boy appearances we'll be having. Uh, I know they're releasing an omnibus of all of the Phase Two comic books at some point in the near future. I'll. I'll grab that and read that and we'll chat about that maybe the next time we chat about high republic if it's out by then but that's that's what the future is looking like um i guess i will read those books but well and i guess i i didn't even realize this there was um a book tears of the nameless which george mann with george with which george mann wrote Mm -hmm. so i assume that that's before this book, so I, I I guess that didn't really. Um, I'm curious what that book's about. There's Defy the Storm with Tessa Grandin and Justine Ireland, um, who I I've, we've definitely read Justine Ireland. I don't know if Tessa Grandin's been something. Yeah, I think Justine Ireland did Convergence. Okay. Um, so let's okay wrapping up here. Can you rank these six, five? No, six. It's six now. Six adult novels. Do you have a ranking? Well, seeing as how I can't name them, yeah, um, okay, I I'll say because there's Val, there's the Valo Fair, right? There's the Hetzel, Cri- there's the Hetzel Crisis. The Jedi. Um, there is Starlight Beacon, um, Fallen Star, Fallen Star. Okay, Convergence. I have no idea what the second book in Phase Two is called. Could not tell you. Okay, but the second book in Phase Two, and then the first book in Phase Three. For me, Convergence is my favorite so far. After that, the fair one. Mm-hmm. I think. Rising Storm. After that, I guess the first one, Light of the Jedi. And what do we have left? And then after those, those other three, ay, ay, ay. all three of them really, I really didn't like. I, <laughs> I couldn't. this is my least favorite. I couldn't even tell you in Phase 2 which is the big series. Like, is that the wedding one? Where they're on... That's the first one. So that's when they're on Irem and Areno. Yeah. I like that one a lot. That's my favorite. Yeah. And I like the characters, and it felt the most like a kind of a Star Wars movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that one's that one's good. Um, I, looking back, will never read the first introductory one, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it set the stage um, and was fine. Yeah. Um, it set the stage and was fine. That's yeah. 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 Probably... Um, then somewhere like between Valo, Starlight Beacon, like falling, 
Um, I'd say probably those two, but it's also like Starlight Beacon Falling brought characters in from other things that I had read. Uh-huh. So like um, Elzar, he like is having PTSD from like murdering a person trying to save the base. So like mm-hmm. if he didn't murder this person, then the base theoretically would have been saved. Right. Um, Yancy Yarrow, who is in like the YA, mm-hmm. um, because she's the one that does the like technology to grab ships out of hyperspace, mm-hmm. which they never talk about after that. Yeah. Um, the, the, the Fallen Star does have Geode in it and the Matthew. Oh, Geode, yeah. So that puts it at fourth for me. I'll, I'll put that fourth. And then probably the second book of Phase 2 and then this book. There's so many people in this series that, like, have, like, parents and then they have siblings that are, like, na- not siblings, that are, they have kids that are, like, in this. And I, I can't keep track. Like, the Chancellor having a son mm-hmm. who, like... Alex Greylock. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's Phase oh, 2. Other, yeah, the, yeah, other, the other one. Yeah. The other one who's, like, some loser who, like, mm-hmm. gets a boyfriend mm-hmm. and, like, is trapped. I assume yeah. that there's going to be some, I don't know, maybe that's Tears of the Nameless... That <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Right. But um, I mean, I'm just curious. It, it's going to be interesting as they build into. I don't know. Acolyte's going to change everything, or maybe it'll change nothing. Um, I'm excited for Acolyte. Every every one of these books increasingly feels like a chore for me. Again, fully admitting this is not my medium for Star Wars, and so I I think everything I'm saying take with a huge grain of salt because I'm com- like I'm complaining about something I don't like. I'm showing up very biased against this just because I've tried with it before and I'm not I'm just not passionate about Star Wars in this medium. But this book in particular, and I know you don't seem as as against it as I am, but we were texting while you were reading that book, and I think you had a pretty ambitious idea of how long it was going to take you to read that book. And I think it took a little longer. Oh no! It, it definitely. I mean, there's some books where, like, we like in in, we fa- in phase two, there are like the that's convergence mm-hmm. is the like where it's Axel, the Jedi who wants to be a wayseeker, whose yeah. name is, is escaping me, and then the prince princess of yeah. Irem and Reno. Yeah. I powered through that. Yes. Yeah. Right. And, and that's a lot of these books in the back half. I will like it will be like very easy going getting through it because things will get set up. This yeah, is, this, this yeah. never picked up for me. Yeah, well, we were also supposed to do this podcast in like in early December, and yeah. then I was like, "Yep, I'll get it done by Monday." And then it'd be like Wednesday, and I'm like, "All right, uh, next Tuesday." And then yeah. it's like, "Oh," and now now we are finally getting through it. Yeah. Well, um, looking ahead. Still no idea when the next episode will be. Whatever the next show that comes out is, that'll be the next episode. It'll be the week after that, probably. Yeah. I mean, Bad Batch? Maybe. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, there's no way they're not going to release something in, like, March or May. Yeah, probably. Like, they, it's been, I mean, it's been a Ahsoka end in, like, what, November? Yeah. Or yeah. November, I think, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. It's weird that we don't even have an announcement. I don't know. We've done enough. We're good. Bye.